0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Moss Isley Happy Hour. My name is Adam, and joining me are Lee, Lee, Lee. Here Chris, is. hello, and Wesley,
1: hello. Good old Wesley yes. Sith back again. Yeah. <laughs> to to cut us <laughs> down in our prime. <laughs> if it's only that were true. My
2: private
0: <laughs> Feel swine. And uh, yes, we are here back once again because, well, you know, fate deemed it as such. We are now watching, well, we have watched Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. So, uh, yes, uh, before we, you know, head straight into that, I'm going to call it a mixed bag, shall we say. Um <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, uh, has anyone watched anything that's, I don't know, Star Wars adjacent or anything, or ha- has any sort of bits to add, Lee? Oh, yes. Lee has.
3: Um, so, in preparation for this, because I was thinking about things that, uh, oh. as you say, are Star Wars adjacent, and it, it reminded me of a simpler time. Um, so, I went back in time mentally to 1996, and, um, so in 1996, I was uh, a teenager working at a holiday camp, uh, the name of which mm. I will not mention. Um, and I lived there. And I remember one afternoon, we'd all been to the pub, and my friend said, I've got something incredible to show you all. It wasn't that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we all went back to his chalet. Um, and bearing in mind, all I'd seen of computer games at this point was the ZX Spectrum. Uh, I'd seen the Super Nintendo and I'd had like a master system. Um, and I went back to him. Uh, they're all
1: pretty, pretty good systems.
3: They are. But he had this new thing called a PlayStation. Uh, and Ooh. on that PlayStation, he had Star Wars Rebel Assault 2. And it mm. blew my tiny okay. little mind. <laughs> um, so I, So I spent the next four years wanting this PlayStation <laughs> and game and never got them. And now, 24 years later, um, I bought it this week on Steam and played Rebel Assault 2 on the PC.
1: Was it everything you remembered it to be?
3: It was bloody brilliant. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, it is,
1: yeah. <laughs> now, now, isn't thats is that the video? Essentially, it's a video and you have to push at the right time? No. it. So, it, it is oh, proper okay.
3: levels uh, and each oh, one right. different. So the first level, you're in a Y wing and you've got a shoot-down TIE fight. I mean, it's pretty... Yeah, it
0: is the one I'm thinking of then, yeah. And
3: it's a mouse and it's just point and click on the X-Wings and they die. Like, a lot of (laughs) things... To be fair, I did it on beginner level, but I played the first seven levels in one sitting in about 45 minutes. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. So it's on Steam. It's £7.19 for Rebel Assault 1 and 2. Uh, Yeah, if you're into retro gaming... They are super simple. And that's what I like. It's not like the new games where there's 250, like, you know, um, controls to remember. It's mm. left click, right click, move the mouse. It's that easy. Um, yeah. And you get to fly the Millennium Falcon. You get to fly an X Wing, a TIE fighter. You get to shoot stormtroopers. Uh, it's just, it's everything. What, what more could you want? Brilliant. So yeah.
1: There, well, there is a hot level,
3: isn't there? There's a snow speeder level because I remember playing that. There may be. I haven't gotten to it. I yeah. think there's 16 levels in total. And as I say, I did the first seven, I think. So yeah, really good.
0: Nice. Well, um that's um yeah, no, I I, I recall that as well. There are there's still some bloody amazing games within the Star Wars universe. Um and yeah, that's one of the things that definitely comes up in this episode. Is there are quite a few
1: that are just now in my head bits from games. Yes. So oh yeah. The, um, it was the original X Wing was what made me want to get a PC. I remember seeing that at a friend's house and just thinking that is the most amazing looking game ever. Similar to Lee, I think this might have been a few <laughs> years before because I, I had the um, I had Rebel Assault One and it was like one of the first CD ROM games, and so it was the uh, you know the motion video. But, yeah, there wasn't too much to it. So in comparison to X-Wing, it was a bit limited. Um, But, you know, it's it was fun. Just, uh yeah, I never played Rubble Assault 2, though.
3: Oh, do it. It's really good. As I say, mm. like, it, it's on an emulator, so it's a bit clunky. Every time you click at the wrong part of the screen, it comes down to, like, a pop portion of your screen and you can't maximise it again. Mm. without right on your computer. So it's a bit... But, um <laughs> yeah, like... To be fair, you don't want the graphics on a great big 24 inch screen because they look like yeah. dog dirt. So you want them in a mm. tiny little screen. It works perfectly.
0: Yeah, that's true. Don't do it through your projector. No, no. <laughs> so, uh, any, any others have uh, any uh, Star Wars
1: adjacent or. I, I, watched, I finished watching The Mandalorian, but we can't talk about it. So that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i appreciate i appreciate all of you gentlemen for that you uh, i'm uh, holding I you wouldn't wouldn't spoil it for me although there is an element where i have eyes and access to the internet so <laughs> there's there's quite a few bits that i'm kind of aware of now yeah because yeah is- and, and in fairness if you're late if you're late to the party you have to expect it a bit. You deserve a bit, so, yeah. But it's, it's still yeah.
1: worth watching, I would say, even knowing mm. some of it. Oh, no,
0: absolutely. All the spoilers I've heard have made me want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <it's>, you know, <laughs> everything I hear always, even if it's like, oh, I wish I'd gone into that. No, I
1: wish I didn't know that. But yeah. that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So, it did yeah. It did add a bit, actually, for me, re-watching Attack of the Clones. Now, seeing Jango Fett and Boba Fett after seeing The Mandalorian, it added a little extra depth mm. to their characters, so that was yeah. good. Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: um, because uh, oh, I um, can't think. I uh, can't think of the actor's name, but um, uh, obviously the guy who plays uh, Django Fett as Boba gets older would become uh, mm. that actor. He's a clone. So I mean, give yeah. A spoiler. But yeah, that's that's the point. Actually, yeah, I did the intro a bit bad. Be prepared for swearing and spoilers. Um so you know the fact that we've possibly spoiled things and definitely swarmed before now um <laughs> I admit that this is a bit late in the day but it's not too late in the day you know it's not like in the closing credits shall we say <laughs> but uh, we're not yeah. in deep yet no no no, no. <laughs> deeper but <laughs> uh and um yeah so uh, and uh, Wes, have you been star warsing
4: in any Way, shape, um awful. two things. Two things really. I started rewatching Star Wars Rebels
0: mm.
4: and mm-hmm. on the PlayStation store they had a whole bunch of Star Wars games. So I got myself the uh pod racing one. Oh yeah. I also got uh, myself the, the super arcade Star Wars one, which is good. what do you have to do in that? Oh, it's just, it's just like okay, it starts with Luke Skywalker on Tatooine. And, oh, yeah, okay. um, is, it, could... is that
1: like a platform you're running along yeah yeah, yeah? Oh, okay one.
4: but i just I, st- I played like the beginning of that until i died and then i went <laughs> straight onto the pod racing one because i just love <laughs> i love racing games so yeah yeah i mean that's a good thing I only learned recently that because i don't drive and know nothing about driving Sam told me that when you take a corner, you're supposed to slow down. I didn't. I thought there was a yes. angled way you flip the back
3: out and it went round.
4: Yeah, that's what you I mean, in ever. many
0: ways, is it a relief <laughs> that you're not driving in that set? If I would say case. so. Yeah, for my
4: own safety, uh, if no one else's.
0: I mean, I think you, that's another good point that works probably in the favour of the Star Wars games is that they do have, you do have a bit of everything. So you can have you you will have racing levels, you will have combat levels, you will have platform levels. Um and, and weirdly enough, even in the early the earlier films where they weren't necessarily thinking in that sense, you still had bits that you could definitely yeah. pinpoint. It's like right, if if you're adapting the game of this, this these are the beats you put in. Yeah. You know, you for example, you have to fight the Rancor if you if, you know, so yeah. you get a shadow of the Colossus moment in in the game but um although for me the whole the whole thing I think lives and dies with Lego Star Wars I was addicted to those sodding games
4: yeah mm. um yeah
0: and, you know and and also just when you suddenly found out hang on so if I unlock all the characters in the prequels version I can play them in the original trilogy version and suddenly yeah <laughs> You're walking around like general grievous yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know and that just oh
4: yeah oh, it's a, a pleasure Jar's be- great at jumping so mm. you can get all the mm-hmm. high things in the new ones yeah and
0: also there's a weird bit where you break down and oh no that was i think it was the other way around but um there was bits where you could visit other um lego games because there is definitely a hidden level in the Indiana Jones Lego where you end up in the canteen, because it's like the <laughs> um, sort of early um, it, from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And yeah. you end up with yeah, and you end up, there's, you break down this wall and suddenly you're in the cantina on Moss Isley or you're in Jabba's Palace and stuff. Nice.
4: Um, yeah. Those, those, they're, they're great games. Those I definitely I- would have to dig And when you're Yoda, never walk anywhere unless you've got your lightsaber out. Mm. Mm. Because it'd be sodding walking around for ages with that little walking stick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's painful. (laughs) But, um, yes. Well, I think without further ado or a don't, I think we need to um, begin the opening crawl of the episode. So... Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. We are in 2002. Since the last film, Clinton's gone, so we've now got the twin evils of George W. Bush and Tony Blair ruling the roost. Probably more significantly, this is the first post-9-11 Star Wars film, obviously, Mm. Princess Margaret dies. The Queen Mother follows sh- soon afterwards. The Queen celebrates her golden jubilee, or her golden jubilee. We're not sure which. <laughs> um, there's the uh, murders of uh, Millie Dowler, Holly Wells, and Jessica Chapman. Uh, the Potter's Bar rail crash. There's a SARS. The SARS outbreak begins in uh, uh, Guangdong province in China. Girls allowed win the X, uh, win X Factor. The rivals. George W. Bush signs off on the creation of the Department of Homeland Security, and Napster closes. So, considering that they started when we were doing Phantom Menace, that it goes to prove that that wasn't actually that long a bloody period. Nice. So, <laughs> although well, a lot got... of
1: music was downloaded in that time,
0: oh yeah, and well, not only that, but also at, the, at this point, that feels like you know. Knocking up a bit of cardboard to stop a flood, so <laughs> yeah. you know it just just turns out was utterly fucking pointless in the end.
1: I'm sure it made some solicitors and lawyers a lot of money.
0: And isn't that the point? Yes. I think that's the that's that's, <laughs> that's the most, point you know. of everything. Yep. it is the, the point of the point of any of these shenanigans. <laughs> in film, you have the original Dark Water uh david Cronenberg's spider the mothman prophecy super troopers queen of the damned the time machine that's the remake with guy pierce uh well it's obviously not the fucking 60s one because it's 2002 okay. um ice age resident <laughs> uh, resident evil ali g in the house blade 2 panic room sympathy for mr vengeance frailty bend it like beckham my big fat greek wedding the scorpion king jason x uh the first uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man, The Eye, Dog Soldiers. <laughs> um, irreversible Insomnia, uh, Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, Bubba Hotep, Scooby Doo, uh, Lilo and Stitch, Minority Report, Men in Black 2, Halloween Resurrection, Road to Perdition, The Cat Returns, Austin Powers in Gold Member, Signs, The Revengers Tragedy, 24-hour party people, City of God. One Hour Photo, Once Upon a Time in the Midlands, Phone Booth, Secretary, Red Dragon, Bowling for Columbine, Autofocus, the uh, US remake of The Ring, Jackass the Movie, 28 Days Later, Morven Caller, Eight Mile, My Wrongs, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Die Another Day, Friday After Next, Solaris, Death Watch, Adaptation, Equilibrium, Star Trek Nemesis, and The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and Gangs of New York. Mm. so you know a weirdly interesting year but some of the more popular films will also draw you into the the potential uh, horrors that were being abounded in 2002 and not just by you know not just government by war criminal <laughs> so unfortunately we lose spike milligan dudley moore and joe strummer in tv though we get um look around you starts 15 yeah. stories high uh, the only series of believe nothing with Rick Mail, uh, Harry Hill's TV burp starts. Still game. Uh, the comeback of our the same pet spooks Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Ant and Dex pff, Saturday night takeaway. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Get me out of here. Start most haunted. So yeah, this is some right old shite. Um, <laughs> uh, ending the League of Gentlemen, who obviously started when we were, uh, when we were talking about Phantom Menace. Uh, the last series of Big Train. I'm Alan Partridge, blankety blank, and this I found utterly shocking. But big break finished in two thousand and two. What? Yeah, and I mean that is no, no, that's 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 wrong. You've got your timelines wrong. It's all it's all over the place. No, it's not right. It's not right. <laughs> in singles terms, and I will say that these are sort of I'm I'm sort of. I've tried to balance this list from from uh, f- good to fair to piss awful. Um, but uh, yeah, big singles that year, Basement Jacks, Where's Your Head At? Uh, no One Knows, Queens of the Stone Age, Work It, Missy Elliott, Fell In Love With A Girl, White Stripes, Toxicity System of a Down, uh, Can't Get You Out Of My Head, Kylie Minogue, uh, Christina Aguilera, and Red Man Dirty, uh, I'm A Slave For You, Britney Spears, um, Youth of the Nation by POD. Um, Red hot chili peppers, Zephyr song, Elvis Presley versus Junkie S- XL with a little less conversation. The Ketchup song, Tattoo, um, Jenny from the Block, Pink with Get the Party Started and Just Like a Pill, um, Bowling for Soup, and Avril Lavigne Complicated uh, uh, <clears throat> and Skater Boy. Uh.
3: So. <laughs> not a single good song in that year, is that what you're trying to tell me?
0: There's some good stuff in there, but it is, again, I would say more I was fine with that rather than, yeah, no, no, uh, not so. No. However, <laughs> however in albums, you get Suno's Flight of the Beemoth, Sneaker Pimp's Bloodsport, Balls of Canada, Geogaddy, uh, Clinic, Arch Enemy, uh, a couple for you here Lee. I mean, this is a weird thing is when you look at the album stuff it's fuck it's a fucking heavy year yeah but also with lots of ska punk which is just again i didn't think that 2002 was really that much of a ska punk year but apparently it was but yeah so like i say S- Sunno, um gravity kills old dirty bastard ryan christian the mars Volta. Um twisted, John Spencer Blues Explosion, The Melvin's Hostile Ambient Takeover, Sage Francis' first album, two from Tom Waits, Alice and Blood Money. Um Real Big Fish. Yeah. With Favorite Noise and uh, Cheer Up. Uh, Moby, Cold Chamber, Remission, Mastodon.
5: Ooh,
0: um, now that
3: is a solid album.
0: Yeah. Uh well, like I say, gets better in here. There's uh what else we got? uh skin dread babylon dj shadow private press david bowie heathen um the voodoo glow skulls which was a name that i have not thought about since i last saw it written down yeah um but you know that was just one that was like oh yeah that that happened didn't it that was um mighty mighty boss tones with a jackknife to a swan uh flaming lips yashimi battles the pink robots uh unfortunately my chemical romance's first album Uh, evil heat primal scream dillinger escape plan with
3: mike patton oh oh god yeah i forgot that was a thing that happened yeah um
0: uh queens of the stone age songs for the deaf, the vandals internet dating Superstars, nada surf let's go um lady tron isis oceanic
3: (gasps) another stone cold classic doom album I thought uh, there was there was a couple here as I, was re- as I
0: was jotting these down. There was a couple here where I was like, I know Lee is going to have a sharp intake of breath when it's like, actually, that's fucking good.
3: Yeah. So, sorry, <laughs> I just called it Doom. It isn't, of course. It's rock but yeah, it's um, it's um, in that direction. But... Purple Onion from
0: Colonel Claypole's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade. Suede, New Morning, Hot Water Music, Caution. Nice. Uh, Godspeed, yous, uh, not um, Sigaross with the brackets album. Um, or parentheses. Godspeed you, Black Emperor. Uh, Yankee Uxo. Johnny Cash. American Four. Oh, excuse me. When the man comes around, ICP. The Wraith Shangri La. System of a Down. Steal this album. And Missy Elliott. Under construction. Oh, and Dot Allison. We are science. And what do we say when we see Dot Allison? Where's? Hmm. Now that was uh, we uh, Tower Records in Camden. Someone had added that to you know, like when you flick through the CDs and they've got the um markers, yeah, with all the different band
1: names on there. Yeah, on Dot Allison's it had Dot Allison.
5: Mm. So,
1: <laughs> so she definitely had a fan <laughs> record. And was that System of a Down album called Still This Album? Yes. I mean, so that be be a must be worst-selling
3: common... album of all time because
1: everyone <laughs> spelled it.
3: God, I hate System of a Down just wanted to put it out there you've mentioned them twice in this episode in well once in this episode and once in the previous episode and at no I'm point did p- i point out how much i hate them so i'm doing it now i'm afraid I'm still I'm seeing from the
4: last episode <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, two weeks later and i'm still going should have said something
0: just <sighs> <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> the this is the danger of coming back to these times. You know, the, with time travel comes consequence. You know, I have to warn you of these things. Yes, we can all have fun at the Queen Mother's funeral. But you might have to listen to some right old shit. Yeah. So, you know, it swings around about. It is, unfortunately. Mm. And there we have it. So, 2002's Attack of the Clones. Uh, Chris, uh, what are you, where are you and who are you? No, Chris, uh, yeah, initial thoughts on Attack of the Clones, having re-watched for
1: this or watched recently for this. Yeah, so this is my third viewing. Um, I watched it fairly recently for the second time, um, and the first time was in the cinema, but I don't remember it as clearly as Phantom Menace. Um, Mm. I guess at that point it started to blend in a little bit. Um, So what I took away from watching it the first time was I definitely liked the whole um, parts of the story where you start to see Anakin turning to Vader. So I I thought artistically some of that they did well. I did like, you know, the shadow um, when he's on, when he's about to go to the the same people, you know, like oh, a few bits yeah. like that, you know, it could be tacky, but I thought some of that did work for me. Um, and but I, I struggled between. I would say the, the worst elements were the dialogue between him and Obi Wan. I just I felt like, um, like I, I understood that they were trying to get across the fact that Obi Wan was dealing with him badly, but it, it just felt a bit like too obvious. Like the the Jedi Council should have perhaps stepped in between the 10 years of him training him and just constantly telling him he's a stupid young Padawan who knows nothing all the time. Like, I mean, if anything, that would turn me into Darth Vader. I'd accidentally turn my lightsaber on and just cut obi one a little bit occasionally, <laughs> you know, like just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just chill a bit, you know, like, and then especially when they know he's got anger problems, like don't put him with some sarcastic jumped up, you know, barely trained himself, jedi wannabe master but anyway (laughs) that's that's sort of my view on them but i did i did like um yeah the whole story as as it unfolded and with him and padme it's, it's pretty good you know again quite awkward at parts but you know i can see what they were going at with it so overall i did i did kind of like it but um yeah but, some but, polishing but you needed. feel that you feel that obi-wan was just, just being he, he, he did not do it for me as i imagined obi-wan from seeing him in the the originals it just it wasn't quite how i imagined he would have been
0: yeah i mean i can i can see the thing i think mind you i find i i i think i personally i find a lot of the dialogue anything involving anakin seems a bit off, yeah. Point, you know, yeah. and and it's you know I don't
1: want to, I don't want to uh, sort of blame Hayden christian I uh, I would his, say yeah, I would say it doesn't immediately make me think it's all his fault. No, no. I think well, again, I think we might be back to that thing we were talking about
0: last week, where George Lucas famously doesn't really
3: direct, quite get
0: the best out direct
5: of actors. <laughs>
2: <you> yeah. <know. laughs>
0: He gets them to say the dialogue and he's really involved on, you know, how the spaceship's going to land. Mm, but yeah. they're kind of left to get on with it a bit, I think. Although uh, when I was watching it, I had this sort of, I had this thought that I was like, what you needed to do is you need to get, like, like I said, you needed to start it off. He should have been a teen in uh, uh, Phantom Menace and it should mm. have been someone cool and sort of, you know, um, in my head, suddenly popped up Ryan Reynolds because <laughs> imagine yeah. that where because I think you'd have done that really well where you'd have been like because Anakin Skywalker I think the whole point is he's meant to be cool mm. and again we're back to my mum talking about my dad where it's like I thought he was brooding actually he was moody <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: I, don't, I don't know if they still you know Anakin never feels like he could turn into Darth Vader uh, <laughs> through this a lot of the time I, I like think the for me, it was like subtlety yes. w- was missing. Mm. Uh, but uh, so Lee, where and um, where you know, sort of going f- going from that factor, obviously the main thrust of this is Anakin. So how do you how do you feel that was uh, presented in Attack uh, with
3: Yeah, I just, I, I think you're, I think that's, I think you're absolutely right. You can't blame Hayden Christensen. I don't think he was the best person for the role. Um. <gasps> But uh, only because you just um, said Ryan Reynolds, and I'd put Ryan Reynolds in absolutely anything because he's dreamy. Sorry, go on. Right. There there is a, sorry, there was a, I
0: I meant, that's what I meant to say before I I came to you was uh, I did see a list today. There's like about 10 other actors that they they genuinely auditioned. Mm. In that fucking list, you've got Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. Now, now, at the time, I would have been really annoyed by Leonardo DiCaprio, but I was wrong, and he's a fucking good actor. And what was it
1: that convinced you of that change? When his head
0: deflated. <laughs> he well, lots like... of onion head.
1: <laughs> but anyway, and so the... so I always thought I would hate him, mm. and every film I saw him in, I was like, he did a good job. That was great. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's and just... to be last weekend, funnily enough, I went back and re-watched, for the first time since I first saw it, I went back and re-watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, mm. and I was like, do you know what, I thought it was one of the best films I'd ever seen, going back to it, obviously, I'm going to have higher expectations, so I'm going to come away with a more realistic bedrock of how I feel about it afterwards, um, yeah, absolutely the same, just still mm. one of the most solid movies I've ever seen every performance. I really did like him
1: and um, uh, Brad Pitt together. I thought that was quite funny.
3: Yeah. Brad Pitt's another one. You know, like, oh, he's he's just in all these films because he's a pretty boy, and then not the type of films that we'd watch. And then as soon as they put him in our films, he goes, yeah, no, he's genuinely a genius and deserves everything he's got. yeah.
0: But I, th- I, you know, and like I say, I mean, I think, I mean, actually, I'll, I'll give him his due, although I find Hayden Christians, Christiansen, really, sort of quite, wooden in the role. One bit that he actually does brilliantly is when he finds his mum. Yeah. Like, that bit is actually mm, yeah. really well done, really But I mean, obviously, you know, him romancing Amadala, I'm going to have to use the phrase. Sponge knob, no bands, because <laughs> you know what I mean. He's it's, it's just, it never rings.
1: When, when oh, Shelley saw crazy. a bit of it while I was watching, she was like, "Oh, that's where you got all your romancing skills from, is it?" Fair <laughs> <laughs> oh, play, Chris. you got me.
4: Oh,
3: he's <laughs> so like, and that, that, I think that's the thing. Like I say, you can't blame him for it, um, because obviously he's been handed a script and he's. You know, he's a, a newer actor and he's doing the script he's been given. But everything he says makes you hate him. Whether it's, yeah, <laughs> he's like, just, he, like you say, like, you've got some time with Amadala, You want to try and win around, Try and be smooth. Don't just immediately go, I've dreamed about you every night since we met. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. going to work, you're bellying. And then... He's either doing that, yeah, or he's having awkward dad arguments with Obi-Wan. Like, every time Mm. he opened his mouth, I was like, God, I hate this. Not the actor, I hate this character. Um, It
0: doesn't... uh... Yeah. I mean, where's where do you stand? Because I don't feel... I I think that's the problem I have with the film, He's just Anakin doesn't feel like he's going to turn into Darth Vader.
4: No, completely. I mean, I watched the film waiting for all the little... Which you're not supposed to do, all the little bits that link it in with the rest of the trilogy, which you started to see it is definitely a film which has more of the linking firsts in it rather than mm. a Phantom Menace does. Mm. You, know, you actually start to see the Stormtroopers, you start to see the Star Destroyers. Yeah, yeah, I know. quite liked that
1: when the Star Destroyers. But
4: what the acting it- of him just, I mean, would you think you've got Christopher Lee in it? who is really, really good, and then he's acting against that, and it's a little bit... makes you want to cringe. Well, again, and
0: him with Ian McDermott, and I think it gets... If I remember rightly, um, it's very much the same story in Revenge, in Revenge of the Sith, where he becomes a very sort of... <laughs> um, you know, he basically just gets acted off the screen because he's with Ian McDermott. And like yeah. you say, it's
4: like his acting is better in the third one in my opinion it's almost as if he he, he made notes on this one and (laughs) then thought right i will do it better this time
1: but i I, I definitely do blame some of the actual lines he was given i think because there was a few where i was like if you took those out and almost scrapped the rest that wasn't too bad like so it was a few i just thought yeah i quite liked that bit but uh, yeah it's hard to tell i mean it's it's the classic thing that um,
0: Harrison Ford talked about, where he's like, "You can write it, but you can't say it."
2: Mm, it was like, yeah, he's yeah, yeah.
0: like famously to George Lucas. And again, I think it's like, go over there and romance this bird. Is your dialogue? Mm. And it's a bit, yeah, he's like up. Oh, Seriously, I've got to read this. This is embarrassing. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: apparently, apparently the bit where he's talking about, what is it, aggressive negotiations or? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently that was stuff that him and Natalie Portman came up with because mm. they really hated the what dialogue. God, that like the, the romance dialogue was apparently worse.
3: So that yeah, that was, one was one of the only bits that felt like a genuine conversation between two people yeah. like spending yeah. time together.
4: <laughs> and maybe then the when movie you watch the film, there's sorry. No, oh, when, there's a bit in the film that I absolutely loathe, and that is when they've they've just got the um, they've just chased down that Zam Wessel mm. uh,
2: mm.
4: and they've gone into the nightclub, and you see that close-up of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right, mm. and he's delivering his dialogue and he's talking. There's something totally off about the dialogue, and actually, the image on the screen has been cut and pasted on, but it might be a different beard. It, whatever it is, there is, if you watch it again, there is something something so wrong. off with that shot. Yeah,
0: apparently, apparently, there are bits in the film where he's wearing a false beard because the next yeah. film he went like <laughs> McGregor was doing a, what was it, Black Hawk Down after this. So he right. then had to be clean shaven and have, like, a military, mm. like, buzz cut sort of. Uh, but then they had to re-film some bits. So there are some bits apparently where he's... It, it could yeah. be
3: that, but it just it sticks
4: mm. out like a sore thumb.
3: Mm. It's funny you say that. I did. There was a bit where it was a close-up of him, and I was like, look at that fish beard. Like, it's terrible. You can see his <laughs> face. And then the very next time you see him, I was like, now he's got a proper beard. How yeah, that yeah. Like, has that he, happened? Has he gone through puberty in this shooting where he's gone from half a beard to a full... I was like, what's going on? But yeah, that explains it then. So yeah, it's fine. I'll let him off. And
0: that's why his voice becomes notably <laughs> deeper. <laughs> so, when his balls have dropped. And I would like to just say that the way you impersonate you, McGregor, is you say, heroin. Haron, <laughs> Haron. <laughs> Haron. <laughs> It's very much in the same way as if you uh, do Tom Baker by saying Sarah without... uh, Sarah, like that, so... Um, But uh, I digress badly.
3: um, But I think, yeah, there's Anakin's... Mm,
4: Sorry, yeah?
3: Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, to what Wes was saying as well, about seeing the progression from one to the other, Mm. I noticed that on this one, one of the things I pointed out on the last one was how terribly the CGI was matched to the actors, and it was all totally mm. off. They've fixed yeah. all of that yeah. in the last two years. Like that was all spot yeah. on on this one, which I do think some <clears that throat> watched it and gone, "Oh shit, we that's terrible," and, and and have step taken steps to fix those things. So,
4: well, I think with it, it, a lot of the stuff that they were doing in the first film, technologies were invented for. So obviously, in the mm. space of the two years, other people have come along and improved those technologies, and mm. you're just seeing what was now available as cutting technology
0: mm. for mm. this film. Because I, I don't know which version uh, you guys watched of *Phantom Menace*, but the the so I I watched it on uh, Disney Plus. Mm. Um, but yeah, I couldn't be fags get DVDs out. So, um, and I'm not buying it on Blu-ray.
2: So <laughs> he's had it, he's had
0: more than enough money out of me. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, I, so I watched it on that, and um, they again, all the films are still being tinkered with. So even the like when you get to A New Hope, the special edition of A New Hope now. Different to the special edition that came out in the mid '90s, because yeah, they've gone probably, back again um, and re- Jabba. Yeah, notably Jabba. Yeah, but in uh, Phantom Menace, mm. um, the version I watch, Yoda was entirely CGI. But originally yeah. in Phantom Menace, he's uh, it's a puppet or An CGI sort of puppet. And stuff. I think that was the main reason that they said they wanted to go. It's it's so bad. It's
4: unbelievable, that puppet. And it's Mm. wobb eyed. (laughs) Like me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah,
0: again. But I mean, I was really. The one thing that really shocked me is there are no. um, All the clone troops are. Obviously, when it's all clones of Django and you can see the face. Obviously, that's just reproduced in a computer thousands and thousands of times. But all of the actual any um, clone troopers, when they're masked, they are completely CGI. Yeah, mm. no, no man in a suit was wandering around as one of those. They were all CGI, and you're like, but that's really fucking good because yeah. I did not detect that <laughs>
4: whatsoever. Unshot. So, Famously, that they could never achieve before, which is um, they're all there's a a big dust cloud and they're all shooting in the dust cloud. Mm. And you can see the laser bolts reflecting off their uniforms, actually Mm. creating a volume, voluminous light in the clouds, actually Mm. is altering and changing with all the. They would never have been able to do that before.
0: No. And it really, I mean, that's the thing is, again, I think you probably. For example, I mean, obviously they've reduced Jar Jar Pinks' role in this,
1: yeah, considerably.
0: I think
4: clearly, but he's responsible to... for everything. He is, just about yeah. yeah. Saying, I do quite, I did he quite is like. the that. reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that, that, that seemed was, very that believable
1: that that he was trying to do there actually something sensible that he thought he'd picked up on that sort of simple concept of yeah. being played, but he's like, oh yeah, I should do that to help them out, and. That actually seemed quite plausible. Yeah. But well, Amadala well, was totally there to actually
4: there.
1: speak against the
4: uh, military creation act. And yeah, mm. he just what didn't even find out whether oh what why are you here? And he just went for it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Bloody
0: Gungans. Yeah. See, this is this is the thing. Someone I can't remember who it was, but someone someone did promise me that in revenge of the uh, Jar Jar would be tried for war crimes <laughs> because of because of this, and that didn't happen, and that was very disappointing to me. <laughs> so, you know, because obviously that's the thing is for the few for the few for the kids who liked Jar Jar, they were probably oh there's not much Jar Jar in this one, but for the rest of us it was like phew, yeah. thank God we've not done that. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I, the only way that that could the only way that you could have really Sort of fucks the romance element of Anakin and Padme
4: more is <laughs> if Jar Jar had been along for the ride, yeah.
2: Because,
4: because not only that, well, you mean also, Anakin use him as a contraceptive, yeah, exactly. You know,
1: <sighs> that, that yeah. would work quite effectively, I think.
4: How
0: <laughs> and then, <laughs> well, not only that, but also presumably Jar Jar would amusingly fall off one of the bollock cows I- because.
3: I thought exactly, as soon as you said as long as he didn't tag along, I was like, yeah, them two trying to have a romantic picnic and that pillock's riding around on one of them giant flea things being thrown all over the shop. Yeah, they, so I clearly had exactly the same thought as you.
1: Although they did <laughs> use that technique in Empire Strikes Back with C-3PO and Han and Leia because he kept just walking in.
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: But um, that is done really well. And again, yeah. it's like, because, again... There's, I don't know. I mean, let's face it. It's not, it's not an attractiveness issue because you know you can, you know, you've got Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford, two extremely good-looking examples of humanity, and similarly Hayden Christensen and um, Natalie Portman. You know, they're easy on the eye. (laughs) So it's not, you know, it's not that element to it that you're not buying. But they just never seem to sort of. I think basically she starts falling in love with him. The more emo he goes, mm. and it's sort of so you lose faith in her as well to a certain yeah. extent. You know, any any trust that's been built up in the Phantom Menace of like this capable person, and it's like, oh, but look at him. He don't like sand. Bless.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I think you're right. That's the thing. Like they build him up as such a whingy emo character. I was like. He's not going to become Vader. He's going to go and self-harm round behind the bins. Like he's not going to he's not going to attack anybody else. He's just going to keep an elastic band on his arm. He's going to keep flicking it so he's in pain all the time because he feels it's what he deserves or some such nonsense. It, but he's good at distributing apples. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Apple distribution—that's part. Of, that is why, apparently, that is the part of the backstory is that the reason they have to build up the clone army is because the Jedi are too busy in fruit distribution. Sure. Because you know, hence the term green grocer. Because obviously Yoda is green, so yeah. you know. Um, and there's, they're just putting putting some plums in a, a a in a brown paper bag, flipping it over once, and it to you. yeah, give it the twist, the grocer's twist, and. <laughs>
3: um this is one thing that i've picked up on this on it sorry just to go back you mentioned don't go, C- don't. c3po so just to go back so in this film c3po and r2d2 are at the moisture farm with owen and yes. Baruch. they then come back 20 years later and, I have and at no, no, idea. no point i've robbed them yeah. think to mention We have worked for you before. (laughs) Don't you remember all those years ago when we had their minds (laughs) wiped?
0: But surely, Owen and. Yeah, because especially when they turn up, you've been left in charge of that's Anakin Skywalker's kid. Don't let him find out. And it's like, what, my brother in law? (laughs) <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah but don't worry about that i mean it's a fucking dickhead plan the more you see in this the more of a dickhead plan it becomes because it's like sort of like i will look, shift him off he'll never think to look there It's like you know i mean even even the thickest police officer checks you out first <laughs> yeah Do you know what I mean? but so so they've, they've left him with that and and like you say you're there sort of like well we've got to protect him we make sure sh- don't make sure we don't send him over to Ben Canoe because we we know what the trouble is, but we'll just make him sound like a desert nonce. He's yeah. a crazy old man. You stay <laughs> away from him. Yeah. And if he asks you to show you some puppies, you know, you chop his hands off. But, or his etchings. You know, or his etchings. Yeah, the filthy swine. What do you allow? I thought it, it,
1: did seem, it did seem a little bit lame, him leaving his mum on Tatooine as well. You'd have thought. Like after a couple of years of being away, you might say to the Jedi Council, you're pretty well off. What what you know, could you go get her off the planet forms, please?
0: I think that's the point though, is it's meant to be like religious orders, isn't it? So you don't Mm, don't meddle with with if if anything, Yoda is running a dangerous cult. (laughs) And and fucking Palpatine definitely is. But (laughs) but I think, yeah, and like you say if they're they're busy protecting Luke they're not going to sit there and go that's the fucking droid we brought last time isn't it I yeah. know oh, don't go fucking hell you will be after them. you would not also I just love the fact that it's that sort of classic thing of having something nicked and then sold back to you because yeah. that's what it becomes at that point yeah. you know what I mean it's like you've bought your own car radio off a market still after it got n- nicked three weeks ago or something <laughs> and <coughs> But, uh, and again, 100%, fair play, Anthony Daniels, he's wearing the original 3PO suit. Mm. Now, to have remained that thin, you know, in 20-odd years, you know, (laughs) that I do admire. But again, it's the whole thing of stop trying to make it all fit. Yeah. Because there's bits I like. I like some of the nods. I like bits, but when it's like, um, yeah, like R2 and 3P, I mean, him building C3P I just have a problem with anyway. But then it's sort of like, oh, he's brought him along as well. And like you said, exactly what does a protocol droid do down a moisture farm?
4: Twice. Any more
0: than, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's faintly insane that they have to keep sort of putting it in. And yeah, I don't know where it's sort of, it's sort of I know it just makes the universe smaller in a weird way. Yeah. Mm. Because if it's, if, if everything's so linked, not only that, but also again, we're back to the factor of you've been looking for your kid for 20 years. You didn't think to check Tatooine. You didn't think to check the people that you know from Tatooine who, would,
3: who took you in. Exactly. And you've been there. You've met them. That's the first yeah. place they're going to take him. Why did he not look there? yeah and it sort of just seems
0: to completely it just seems to completely um, everything about it tends to devalue Vader yeah and I'm looking forward to that actually that's one reason I'm looking forward to Rogue One um, is because I think that that in sequential form will work that it's like oh yeah he is bad. (laughs) Mm, yeah, <laughs> rather because you know, it's yeah, and like I again, it's script as well as performance as well as everything else. And actually, the one thing I came I came away from is I remember. I mean, two things that I've got to mention. One, Lee, your your uh, your your brother Dean. Yes, his relationship to R two D two flying. Which I understand is going to kill him. Yes. Because he becomes <laughs> so enraged.
3: It's so bad for that his, blood fear his
0: blood pressure. Yeah. It was that. I mean, I remember we came out of. Because I think Attack of the Clones, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I think. I, I definitely saw it with Dean. I definitely saw it. I definitely I saw I can, it with you, Rez.
3: I can tell you exactly no. when you. I can tell you when oh, yeah. you saw it and what happened. And I'll tell you, oh, all yeah. right Not that it's still an open wound after uh, 19 years, but (laughs) it came out the week of my birthday and I said to everyone, right, Saturday night, we're all going out for my birthday. And you went, no, me and Dean are going to watch Star Wars. And I was like, oh, oh, all right, okay. And then you went, and then the worst thing was you came back past the pub I was in, I was standing outside having a fag, and I went to you how was the film? And you both went, that was a fucking awful mess and dean just went into one i was like so you blew my birthday out to watch a film that you fucking hate well that's what you did
0: (laughs) we didn't know at the time and i will apologize now because frankly i now know that it was not worth going to see that instead of going for a drink with you mate so yeah i i can only apologize this is like when i told sarah to piss off when cracker came back for one night only (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, and I was basically like, look, can you start off and try to watch this? And then I wouldn't apologise to her. And was like, that was fucking dreadful. Yeah, I'm very sorry that I told you to go away <laughs> I, I would not have missed a thing.
1: So very similar, I <laughs> think, with a tangled
0: clothes. Well, if nothing so, else good
1: yeah. has come out of this, then
0: <laughs> Yeah, but... exactly. Hopefully we can see hopefully we can cauterize that wound with the lightsaber <laughs> of truth. <laughs>
3: So oh to be but, fair, I was um so a friend of mine surprised me, I think it was two days before the release, and said, Oh uh, like uh, I I'd known him all my life and I got on quite well with his dad and stuff. Um yeah, and his dad was a massive Star Wars fan as well. So he'd bought tickets to the midnight showing for the two of us. Um so uh, yeah, yeah, so that's why on my birthday I was like, Oh, they're abandoning me to go to the cinema. Yeah, but I had been three days before and seen it at the midnight show. So I couldn't really be upset; otherwise, I'd probably have been with you. To be fair, so uh, yeah, that's—I
0: that, mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a fair response, I think. But I mean, I think I again, as uh, I was when I was talking to Wes, sort of in the week, like you said, Wes, this seems to be the one that this is the one the kids don't like in a weird mm, way. I think yeah. all, all all of the people who came to it from the original trilogy, Phantom Menace, and it was like we can only get better after that, blah blah blah. But this is the one that really, this is like the anti Empire Strikes Back for the generation <laughs> that the prequels were, saw, who saw the prequels, in that this is like the disappointing bit in the middle before you get the good bit at the end. Um, but, I mean, I have to say, I mean, and this is without exaggeration, when I was watching it, all I could think was is every time you cut back to Anakin and Amadala, it goes to pot. But actually, everything around it, I really fucking like.
3: Absolutely, mm.
0: yeah. You know, I love the machinations of like Obi wan uh,
1: discovering the uh, uh, clone factory. Uh, no, can can I just stop you there for a second? Because Wesley mm. teased us with uh, something about Sifo Dyas, and yeah, watching it this time before oh. Wesley said that, I realised I I obviously they get. He gets I'm sure it's a he gets mentioned, but I've never heard of him anything else. Mm. So I'd quite like to know about that. Yeah. Where's Okay, you... well
4: Cypher D S is one of the major unanswered questions from Attack of the Clones. Cypher D S was a humanoid from the planet Manashe in the Cassandrian worlds and was an infant when discovered by the Jedi Order. He was discovered by Jedi Master Sheriff Mota and was placed in the Hawkback Clan, one of the many houses within the Jedi Temple, under the tutelage of Terra Siridu. It is here where, that Sipho Diaz first met Count Dooku. But he wasn't Count Dooku then. As Saipho's abilities with the Force grew, it became evident that he was gifted with the power of foresight. Following his return from a mission to a susto, Sifo dyas was knighted into the Jedi Order and became a prominent leading member of the Jedi High Council. Sometime before the invasion of Naboo, Sifo had a vision of an all-out galactic war and proposed to the Council that the creation of an army of the Republic was needed. The rest of the Jedi Council rejected his proposal and he was removed from the Council. Sifo's drive insisted that he should find another way to sate his visions. He contacted the Kamenian cloners on the planet Kamino and commissioned them to create a clone army of the Republic. Sypho had personally convinced Prime Minister Lama Su that this army was the will of the Jedi Council and the Galactic Senate. The secret activity was observed by the Sith and they wanted control of the cloning project. Again, it was just before the events of the invasion of Naboo that Cipher Dias was sent on a special mission by Supreme Chancellor Valorum to take part in negotiations with the Pike Syndicate on the planet Obadiah. Darth Trianus had given the Pike Syndicate strict instructions to shoot down Sipho's shuttle, and he was killed in the impact. Darth Sidious and Darth Trianus continued to fund the Clone Army project after the death of Cypher. They also hired Jango Fett to be the genetic template for the clones, as well as tampering with the behavioral modification chips, so that they all included a little command mysteriously entitled Order 66. And slowly over the years, The Sith manipulated events which would lead to the discovery and mobilisation of the army. The corpse of Sifo-Dyas was turned over to Dooku, who took the body to the planet Felucia. Tyrannus faked a death by local conflict situation, and that is the story that the Jedi Council believed.
1: Ah! So, So it was just his vision... That he had to create the army because I, it, I guess I would have expected that actually he was somehow tricked in order to do that by um, Darth Sidious.
4: He he just foresees that there was going to be the Clone mm. War, so okay. he knew that he had to. It was a self-perpetuating prophecy, really. So, mm. so he has and to engineer it to make it yeah, happen. Yeah, for, for it to, open, to yeah. happen. Yeah. Right. But I don't think, because obviously the Sith can shield themselves from the Jedi, mm. their involvement and sneakily going in and and funding it after his death, well, after his murder, mm. enabled them to then already instil Order 66. See, this is the thing, is uh, watching it again, and this is something
0: that I don't know if it becomes clearer in uh in uh, revenge of the sith but is count duku set up i e does count is count duku aware of where
3: palpatine is going with this or i got that impression too i was of it. Yeah. yeah for mm. a minute i was like is See, he really there is the there's and is... he has been confused
4: There's things that I, obviously, until the next film. Yeah. But there's a whole thing I'm doing at the moment where it's uh, the history of Count Dooku. And that also ties into what Darth Maul is also Mm. doing at this present time in the Star Wars Uh universe. Uh, Because at the moment, Darth Maul is on a planet. Well, he had his legs chopped off, obviously. Well, bottom half of him he oh, held aside, on to think, a vent oh, it's not just your legs <laughs> yes, sir, mechanical coffin, oh. yeah he held on to a special vent and then he ended up in the trash compartments of uh, you know the naboo dump pile mm-hmm. that was then taken <laughs> to a junk planet and where he was there he was actually constructing his own legs from scraps but he was driven mad and there's another story that involves a robot captain who just for the fun of it, dumps potential crewmates on that planet to see if they'll last the night. And if they do, it's great. So it dumps them on there. They have a bit of a bust up. They fall through the planet and discover a labyrinth underneath where Darth Maul goes crazy-a-bonkers and chases them. Can we just go back a
1: second? A bit of a bust up, and they fall through the planet. Yeah, it's very That's a serious. Bus stop. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so
1: you're
0: on, you're on unsteady ground. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so he's chasing them around this labyrinth, and then um, uh, he gets Darth Maul gets snared in a, like an energy net. Then the captain comes back to retrieve all his potential crewmates, where he reveals that this has all been a test, and they've actually been sent there to capture Darth Maul. From a mysterious um, benefactor, oh. and so they listen to the recording of the mysterious benefactor, and it's only bloody Darth Maul, isn't it? He got them <gasps> there so that he could get off the planet. So oh, the ro- hey. robot captain gets killed, and they they shoot start to leave the planet, and as they do so, do so one of the one of the people, crew members, opens up the doors and dumps out. Darth Maul and this other guy called Grits, and they uh, land on the planet's surface, and Darth Maul just slaughters him. So he's still stuck on the planet at this point, prior to the Clone Wars. See, so, so that was a,
0: that was that seemed fantastically inventive, and then he bollocks it up at the last minute. Yeah. So he just mad, does not he? <laughs> you know, he sort of he's lost the plot. Bless.
4: So this is this is all in the comics, so uh, and mm-hmm. various other sources is taken from. There's but nice it's all canon because other... there's, cause yeah. you know, there's two versions of the history. There's the legacy, and then there's the proper canon. This is I'm only going by the proper considered canon version, not right. the legacy right. version, because obviously yeah. they can't work together.
0: Yeah. Is it called the legacy version because Darth Maul got new legacies?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Good. That's, that's, what, that's that... what I've
3: been told. I quit. Good. I'm <laughs> leaving. If that's the theory. jokes we've got coming up
0: yes <laughs> we might have a, we might have another joke in half an hour so um, watch <laughs> out watch that. out for that one <laughs> yeah or it's a barnstormer. um but yeah I, I think i love i love that we see a bit more than desert planets because mm. obviously you get a lot of i love the curison sort of fifth element Blade Runner sort of I, bit. I've
3: got exactly here. Yeah. Coruscant City was amazing. Looks like Blade Runner. I've got really. Yeah. In. I know it's exactly the same. It's fantastic. It looks beautiful. And you get such a that opening sequence. And again,
0: I don't, I don't find, um, I don't find Anakin that. I don't find it that bad in those sequences. I think him and yeah uh and McGregor like Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor I think are actually very good in those bits mm. and but I you know because that and I think that was the thing as well as you sort of watching you're like oh my god are we going to have like some sort of cyberpunky noir th- and and no no they're going to go off and ride like testicle cows around the fucking field <laughs> um m- meanwhile and then you're like of so, so what do you want what do you want to watch do you want to watch two people eat an apple Like, but in (laughs) midair, or do you want to see Christopher Lee and some frogs build a lot of robots with sort of insect people who use air zookas out of the gadget shop as guns? I'm (laughs) definitely heading more that direction, yeah. And I think that it does, yeah,
4: it's just, I think. The, the romance side of that film should have been handled the same way it was handled, well, quantity-wise, as Empire Strikes Back.
5: Mm. You know, yeah, there, there is a you big
4: section it. of the romance in Empire Strikes Back, but it's... It's, it's dotted sort of throughout. In a, yeah. yeah, And there's mm-hmm. a big section sandwiched between some real genuine threat, you know, so... Mm. Maybe it did need Jar Jar
0: to piss all about in the background. <laughs> yeah. or like that. You know, no, just genuinely in because I just think that everything goes so slow at that point that you sort of and and the you're already sort of like right, you're stopping me finding out more about the clones. You're stopping me watch uh Obi Wan Kenobi go fucking mano a mano with Jango Fett.
3: Oh, and then where is the? the the the, the uh, chasing with slave one and those those uh, mm. nukes that are the silent. best explosions ever oh man <laughs> like you say like and you get two or three minutes of that and it's brilliant and then you get six minutes of awkward teenagers trying to have a really bad day, it's just yeah like you say it take it takes all the steam out the like you get it going mm. and then it's like oh now we've got to put the brakes on and watch this Dog dirt for the next 10 minutes. While they- and I, I think if
1: they'd done it slightly humorously, the way Han and Leia did, that yeah. could have been anyway. okay. I mean, perhaps that doesn't fit as well, but yeah, just just done it in a different way and it might have been okay. Maybe it's
4: Han and nice Leia... To was to see, though, character. That, it's nice to see that Leia isn't as easy as her mum, though, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> anyone was in with a chance <gasps> with they just... If he got as far as he did, anyone could have done.
1: To, to be well, fair, I mean, there didn't seem to be many suitors around for her. There was, you know, Jar Jar and a half-built C3PO. Yeah, See, but Steve Jar Jar's doesn't... got the tongue. That's true. Oh, well, that's true.
3: The thing that made me laugh, and it it was actually it was Jennifer who pointed it out, um, is that obviously so she obviously she's always got these big over extravagant outfits out um on mm. until they go off and then she's in that all in one white suit. But then when they end up on Geonosis, all of a sudden the middle of it's been ripped out, so it's turned into a boob tube for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Apart from she spent a lot of time at the gym, might as well get her to get her body up. It's funny because the next bit was when she, at the end when they were chasing Dooku, and she fell out of the thing, I was like, oh, is this where her trousers rip?" and she ends up in Daisy Dukes? Is that the next bit? <laughs> and she's just going to be wearing less and less clothing as it goes through. It was all just a bit... Like, it I didn't does
0: know. seem... It's a bit, it's a bit reductive, particularly if, you know, they didn't, you know, they don't strip Hayden Christensen to the waist or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So, so it's very clear at which point, you know, well, we know who we're going to get in the skin. Yeah, Finland, we boys. <laughs> but also, um, also that at that point, I there is that sort of thing that as they go on, they really sort of. Up the layerness of uh, Padme's appearance. Mm, mm, yeah. yeah, you know mm. she starts getting a lot of space buns, mm. and
5: yeah.
0: then she and then she's in like just a, a white cat suit that is so sort of the first Star Wars film, sort of in terms mm. of a look. Yeah, and but again, again, speaking of the when you do the uh, the computer games sort of side of things, um. Obviously, the droid factory is the bit that you put in because it's like, right, the, <laughs> the, game, the, games people have, the games people have rung up George and they want a big sequence here. But can it have this? And it's like, oh, you've got to time it. You've got to time it. Run forward, walk roll back, back, back. back. Yeah. And it goes through, it goes through again. There we go. <laughs> and it's, yeah, that. Feel, uh, but also, the obviously, like, it's like you've had, right, how about this, George, right? You've had the rank, or, yeah, right. Imagine three, three rancors, of yeah. three of them, mate, and they all have to do it, One of them gets one each. Yeah. Um, will they it be as a... good as the rancor? Now they'll be a bit shit, but
3: there'll be a cat, a spider,
0: yeah, like and a, a rhino, yeah. Yeah.
3: and a rhino, yeah.
0: And I tell you what, it, and again, back to the computer games. That rhino was a fucking nightmare to kill. Yeah, you know, take that, yeah. The, the cat's like one punch. And then, you know, it's sort of, it's, um, but no, and again, those are the bits that kind of, that's where you put your romance in. Like you say, it's that element of you categorise it with danger, but there's almost like, well, we know that she's not in danger because everyone else is doing all the stuff. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, is is the bounty hunter trying to kill her? No, he's in the canteen (laughs) with, like, (laughs) Eight billion other versions of himself. You know, not only that, but also there's one bit where when they sort of show the canteen bit, and there's one one of the clones is sort of looking a bit moody and looking round and everything else like that. And at that point, all I could think of was if you've got the rock, he's the stone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just not just not quite as cool. You know, <laughs> not quite as good. There's one the thing I hate the most about the entire film. I can forgive the acting, I can forgive the dialogue.
0: Well, we're Doctor absol- fans, we have to.
4: <laughs> it's the absolutely stupid C-3PO's head on an android's body. Oh, and yeah. every one-liner that follows it. Yeah. Oh, I'm beside yeah. myself. And
0: ugh. Do you, again, do you think that maybe this was again where they were like, right, we won't fucking put, was that Jar Jar's bit? Yeah, like they had yeah. funny stuff going on in the. Not necessarily that. The, although, fuck me, if they'd have ripped Jar Jar's head off and replaced it with a robot head, everything forgiven. That's you know. <laughs> like, is, but you know, would have he been the sort of the clown, the rodeo clown character in the middle of all the fight scenes? And again, they've sort of like, look, don't put Jar Jar in there again, do, Everyone fucking hates him.
1: Just, do like, they have, have to do that though to keep the fight scene? You know to keep it at a lower rating summer if you make it a bit silly.
3: Let's put like I, I, a, a, I, what
1: would Norman Wisdom? I think you, you could really just see. have silly drawings.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was what it felt like.
0: <laughs> it did.
3: <laughs>
0: well Jack Dad was super there. Chilled off where? Oh, <laughs> But he's yeah I, I, I think you weirdly enough I think you could be correct there, Chris, because I think that there is a you know it is oh we better put some humorous moments in there because in a minute someone gets beheaded yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) so they've sort of you know we'll temper it a bit with that sort
1: of that that, that reminds me one of the questions i had and i'm surprised i never found out the answer to this but i've never actually looked it up and somehow never came across it what are the different colors of lightsabers why I know it's the it color, but why crystals, do they choose? Yeah. yeah, but why do they choose a particular color? Apparently, There's... the crystal chooses you. Hmm. What? So but you know you're just sort of a normal person if you get a a green or blue one. Run of the mill, yeah. 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 If you get a lavender yeah. one, you've something special. <laughs> well,
0: apparently, apparently, um, Samuel L. Jackson. Well, supposedly, um, he claims that. Uh, he's got bad motherfucker carved on his lightsaber (laughs) hilt.
1: No, no, that is just a whole, whole extra.
0: That, well, I mean, it's, it's much the, you know, that would be cool. But apparently he said to George Lucas, can I have a purple lightsaber so that I can pick myself out in the fight scenes? (laughs) Because obviously in this, you've got that huge sort of battle sequence. And he was like, I want to be able to see myself, you know? And um, George Lucas said, no. Uh, Jedi lightsabers are either green or blue, and yeah. he said, "Yeah, well, I want a purple one." Mm. And Jules Lucas said, "Well, I'll, I'll think about it." And then apparently, it was only when they were watching like the rough cut back that Samuel L. Jackson found out he'd got his purple lightsaber that he wanted. Uh, so, nice. So
4: yeah, that broke uh, canon, and then subsequently, they've had to retro-write in reasons and that. Mm. And
0: then it, obviously, all the Sith uh, have Sam ret- just
4: said it's the about. Cut. It's a yeah, it's about temperament as well. Mm. Because in the new expanded, obviously, you know, like in um Rise of Skywalker, she's got mm. like a gold coloured blade, yeah, it's kind of yeah, orange, it, yeah. They were part of a colour scheme of like uh guardians of mm. the other way of the Jedi. So throughout Hitch, so that's canonical. Which they've written afterwards, but there are an assortment of different colors. But initially, it's temperament and uh, it chooses you.
0: And you get a red, and if you go Sith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I th- again, and that um, that's something that really comes. And I tell you what, I'm just so, again, there's like, you mean you've made me watch what, a good 15, 20 minutes? Of Natalie Portman and Chris uh, and uh, Hayden Christensen, I, yeah. and then you, and then you give me what a minute and a half of Christopher Lee and Samuel L. Jackson,
3: yeah,
0: which is like which so should not be a thing, but they are so fucking good, like mm. opposite each other, they really fucking you know they really spark, and it's like. Well, we could have had a bit more of this. Why didn't Mace Windu go with fucking Obi Wan? Mm, yeah, you know, or something like that, just to jazz it up a bit, you know. And but I think that also, um, it has to be said. I think Samuel L. Jackson in this, uh, in in all of these, I forget how good he is because he's not Samuel L. Jackson. If you see what I mean? Yeah, mm. you know, he he just he just feels right as a Jedi. If you did not know who he was. He would just be great in it. Mm.
3: This, is my, I mean.
0: like...
3: this is one of my favourite performances of his because I've, I've said it on our other show before. Um, I know everyone raves about him, but he is one of those actors like a Robert De Niro or an Al Pacino. I don't feel he acts. I feel he comes in and reads his lines the way that he reads his lines. You can put a hat yeah. on him. You can put him in a different outfit. He's always going to play exactly the same person. He just plays himself in that in that position, mm. whereas in this he doesn't, he totally drops his his normal, you know on-screen persona if you like, that he always yeah. uses, yeah and just plays it as this, ca- and he's absolutely brilliant, I'd love to see him yeah. more, do, do more stuff where he stands where he steps out of his comfort zone and does, and, and subsequently I've seen a few other things where he he does step away from his very normal,
1: you know, so his I- sort of like, I can only think of Pulp Fiction, which I did really like him in, and um, the Marvel Universe as Fury. Mm. Um, I, can't, I, mean, it, I know he's been in tons of things, but I can't actually think of...
3: 51st State, uh, mm. hit, um, the Hitman's Got Bodyguard. Snakes um, on a Plane. Yeah. It, it I haven't seen any of them. Stuff
0: like, <clears throat> stuff like, say, for example, in Unbreakable, you know, um he, where he Mr. Glass. Yeah. yeah. And again, he is fucking you know, and it is not a that's not that isn't a role where it's like, oh, this is written for Samuel L. Jackson, or that's clearly gonna be the Samuel L. Jackson role. It's like, yeah, he is, but uh, yeah, I think it's almost like I don't know people possibly just don't give him the opportunities.
3: I think so he's I mean, been time this, cast, you know, unfortunately, and yeah. that's the problem. And he hasn't had a chance to shine. And then, when, as you say, something like this or Glass comes out, you see he's an outstanding actor, and he just mm. doesn't get the opportunity to show it. And I feel so bad because I spent ages rubbishing him, saying he can't act, and he can. He's just not allowed to.
0: <laughs> well, it's like I mean, even even though, like with Tarantino, he often plays similar roles, like in Django. You know, he is brilliant in that because he is such a sort of it's a fucking it's a horrible character mm. but from a horrible place and it's just yeah he really sort of yeah and i just again like i say we star wars gives you the opportunity where you've seen samuel l jackson like trade off against fucking christopher luke that's mm. a good thing yeah that's a good thing i'm very pleased about that and, and i mean certainly like the I know a lot of people. I mean, where okay, where do where do we guys where do we stand on Yoda versus Dooku?
1: Because I know that seems to be a big. Fucking... It's divisive. Like, I, like I, it. I, I, I like it. I I, like, go on, it,
3: I... Sorry, go on, Adam.
0: Go on, no, go on, man.
3: I was going to say I thought it was a brilliant fight scene, and I loved seeing Yoda fight like that. My only problem is. He needs to. He doesn't need to be that old that he can't walk properly. We know he needs to be there for Return of the Jedi, and he needs mm. to get from being a Jedi to being that little old bent over frail old. Yeah. Man. But they do it too early, and it means that this fight seems out of character for the way we've seen him behave so
4: far. But as a fight, it's amazing. It's a. I so think it's a great thing he challenges. He, sorry, he on, challenges go. the force right before he makes his first move. And that's what gives him the power to do it. Yeah, but I see where I see where Lee, what
0: Lee's point is, because actually, yeah, he could be a more able man. He could still be, you know, he because clearly by the time you get to like Empire Strikes Back, he is ancient, and he could still be old, but he doesn't necessarily have to be old, old Yoda. Yeah, you know, he could still be, he could still have a bit of vim and vigor. And but also, I think it's just that lovely thing because that is the that's the proper again that's where because like we say we have so many genres that cross through in that that's definitely the sort of uh old samurai or old ninja so like the 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 sort of shaolin master comes out and it's this wizened old guy with like a white
1: mustache who then just fucking leathers everyone
5: yeah but that's it what what if
1: what if the force and the training help you to be unbelievable right up to like your last three years and then that's it it all hits at that point all fagged out
0: afterwards yeah well not only that but also I think I I mean you know what happens you go you you spend enough to um, you know with with lockdown we can all say that you spend a bit of time uh, it ages you pretty quick you know (laughs) I mean I did I I did want him to when he's you know supporting the thing as um, also Sith great lightsabers great looks why do they give you a knobby little bike to go around on?
2: Because <laughs> that feels
0: a bit shit, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, it's, it's like he's got, it's like he's gone off to the shops. All that's, oh, I mean, Darth Maul. It doesn't feel great because you'd think he would have much more of a sort of Harley-looking yeah. space bike, you know. I mean? Be like, um, and all that's missing from Christopher Lee on the bike is. It's just yeah, it's yeah. I don't know why they, I don't know why they do that. But I I love the idea that he's, you know, Dooku's uh, escaped and Yoda's holding up the thing above them, this fucking pillar for the next fortnight. I don't want to hope you holding up. (laughs) because you know what I mean. It's like just fucking move. Come on, guys. You know, he's old. He's just not. He's just. He's just fucked off. Christopher Lee, a man who is what. Eight times his size.
3: (laughs) He is a bit dumb, though. So he's holding this heavy, great pillar, and he's going, hmm. "Oh, I need to put it down because he's escaping in that ship." What that ship right next to the pillar? You could throw the fucking pillar at two birds, one stone. Don't just stand there, and the
4: film would end. Wow. And then, and then,
0: Palpy Welpy wouldn't get his way, (laughs) you know. And (laughs) he's uh, wealthy. I mean, actually, he take a, oh. Uh, in answer to last episode's m- m- question, um, I did look it up. Emperor Palpatine is from Naboo. Hey, so, hey. yeah. Um, one, there you go. One bit of research other than listing uh, music
1: that Lee will hate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so what is his backstory then? So he's from Naboo, but how, why did he become he's from Naboo? And he's just he's just sort of like he's just
0: up and coming and. Power hungry, and in fact, I will. I will say if because um, obviously, I think that will come into play next week. Whereas, if you if you want to look into,
4: I've already started pre, it. pre mm-hmm. prequel story.
0: That would be fantastic. Thank you. Because yeah, I mean, obviously, I, it's actually quite nice that in this he's not in it a great deal, mm. which kind of works better, especially if you are sticking with the overriding who is Darth Sidious, Mm. you know, I mean, I think you've probably blown the gaff in Phantom Menace, but yeah, if you're still sticking to that, suddenly Palpatine's not a particularly main player until he gets um, his executive rights, which incidentally was um, exactly how uh, Hitler got
1: in power. Well, I was going to say, it also seems quite relevant now too you know we exactly, won't use any yeah. of these orders that we're getting to help you with the lockdown and uh, sort of the pandemic we, we will be up, give it all up straight after don't worry yes. yes
0: and I think it's sort of yeah it's a very sort of interesting uh, because they've, they've just gone they've just gone should we go out the classic you know the classic dictators playbook and just yeah, yeah,
1: yeah same scheme as Hitler yeah brilliant so I think um, um, I guess, you know, the Empire always did have a a Nazi look to it. You think? Mm. I mean, it's it's pretty (laughs) explicit. If
0: only that that all of their officers are clearly a group of British character actors, which, (laughs) if any film tells you anything, that's Nazis. So, you know, even Nazi films. So, in which the English army are there. There's still English character actors playing the Nazis. And it's usually Mr Bronson playing hitler but, <laughs> but then i digress so that's another lucas film that's true yeah yeah he'll, he'll mm-hmm. be back yeah he won't be playing hitler but he will be uh, uh he will be choking on it poor thing anyway
3: i um but, i tell you one thing i noticed this time that i'd never noticed before tell me if i'm wrong but i'm fairly certain um when you see a uh, senator palpatine in his office so it's obviously the chancellor's office at the senate hmm. um and he's got the same chair that I'm pretty sure he's got in Return of the Jedi that's in the Death Star.
0: Um, I think I I thought the same. I think it's slightly, slightly. different because doesn't have an overhang yeah. bit, but definitely the sides like the arms that are sort of diamond, yeah, sculpted sort of looking things with buttons down the side. Because no, I was I was exactly the same. It's like he's got the throne. I think that's actually the first note I've got in it. Palpy's office. He's got the throne. Yeah. <laughs> followed, followed by Yoda those palpies are shit so, you know, it's funny because it just
3: imp- made me think like off, off somewhere secretly they're going we built you this Death Star this is what your office is going to be like and he's going but can I bring my chair from home I've got a really <laughs> nice chair <laughs> well you
0: know you know what it is again this is something that sort of people who might have been supervising people working from home it's um, so like, well, can I can I come and collect my chair? Only it's a special chair for my bad back,
3: yeah.
0: and I've got a bad back, so I really need that support because I've only been on the stool in the kitchen. So you know, can I come and get, yeah, come and get your fucking chair. Bring us the disease, you wankers. So
3: yeah, that was exactly what was going on in my mind. That. that yeah. Whatever chair you've designed won't be as good for my back as this one. Oh, I couldn't sit in yeah. that for more than two hours. Oh, I couldn't possibly.
4: Oh, oh, oh I'm a martyr to it. I am. Yeah. <laughs> and you can put about three or four bottles of scotch per arm in there, couldn't <laughs> you? Yeah, as well. Well, I, I mean, at least
0: that's more, at least that feels a bit better than Amidala, where you know, you come in pop some and pop them open and drink. The other right arm drinks, left arm fags. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. But, um, <laughs> With Amadala with the gun, and actually that was something that was just suddenly again was a point that I'd clearly totally forgotten watching this back because again I think this is probably the third proper time that I've watched it. So it would have been sort of in the cinema, maybe once after that, and then for this. Yeah, I'd forgotten that obviously Amadala is no longer the queen, but royalty on Naboo appears to be elected. So there's the um, there's the the next queen who is in charge mm. and has made her a um, like a senator. And I've got an amazing
4: yeah. fact. Oh, go mm-hmm. on. Um, the one of you know um, she's got the aid in it, the female. Her name's yeah. Dorme. Oh That yes. was played by Rose Byrne, who was in Insidious. The Mummy
0: Insidious, oh, uh, yeah. Oh yes, there's yeah. Or well,
4: mind you, there's a lot of. I mean
0: the oh, guy, the yeah. guy, who, the guy who plays. I mean the guy who plays Django Fair, um, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Tamira so, Morrison. Tamira Morrison. Yeah, he's in a film called um, Once Were Warriors, which is, f- f- I mean, fucking dark. But I mean that is. I mean that is a that's a film where it's like, yeah, he's played that yeah, no, fine. Yeah, we'll get him in for you know, we'll get him in as Boba's dad. Because yeah, we've seen him do some nasty shit. <laughs> so <laughs> and obviously they and and I don't again it's something that I think I think I cared about once and really don't anymore, which was obviously that the they then he overdubbed Boba Fett in Empire Strikes Back. Mm despite the fact I don't think that Boba Fett probably has about three lines and I don't think it's the guy, uh, the guy who played the body of Boba Fett was a guy called Jeremy Bullock who died uh, tail end of last year, I believe. Um, But I don't think it's his voice. So again, yeah. So again, it's all sort of, I think I cared once and then it's like, now, now I've just done. I think it was, uh, I think but it, it was just trying try keep now. the
4: originals as they are, but yeah. With the Kiwi accent, it makes sense if they're mm. all clones, because every other clone trooper's got it. Why wouldn't the mm, unaltered yeah. clone of Boba? So <laughs> it does, yeah. except my, my other question with
3: that, which I I wasn't going to, I didn't write it down, but now you've brought it up. We're, we're in that territory now. So so the idea, obviously, of accent is that you get it from the people around you. So they clone one person, and apparently his accent is in his DNA, because despite the fact they've all grown up on Corilla, they all still speak like Kiwis, which I don't entirely understand, unless he's the only person who ever talks to them. Mind you, they, imagine... do talk about
0: the... <laughs> they do talk about the programming. They do talk yeah. about the programming yeah. element, because also the argument would be that if you're just growing a clone, that doesn't necessarily mean they would have any of the skills that he has because Mm. they're not, you know, you might be genetically more resilient or genetically, you know, fitter, or you might be genetically predisposed to running faster or something. Do do you know what I mean? But essentially all his skills as a bounty hunter have to be learned. So I presume that that is another thing that they're, They must be copying brain patterns or something,
4: you know. They were all programmed into those behavioural chips, which is what the Sith put. I Ah, think you'll
0: find it. I think you'll find if it's New Zealand, it's chips. (laughs) Chips. Chips. Well, they put them in the chips. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
4: Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I did have another amazing tidbit fact. Mm. Hmm. And that was, I remember this actually happening, but I lost interest in the story before I actually found out, before the film was released, <laughs> which was during the Jedi battle, sync, the band, was supposed to do a cameo as Jedis. Oh, thanks. yeah. <laughs> that, that seems a bit but, random. But because of the, uh, you know, obviously people going, oh, no, it was, um, it was all cut out and removed. But the truth of the matter is is that only three or four members of NSync actually did it, because they were too knackered because of their tour that they had just completed, and they went on the day, they filmed it, and none of the footage was shown. Apart from allegedly, you see one of them, a very tiny in the film, run across during the battle.
0: Mm. Mind you, that has to be said at that point, you don't deserve to be offered that. If you're going to go Oh, I'm really tired from being on tour. It's a fucking Star Wars movie. Fucking get grip, mate. James Bond was in one of them in a fucking mask.
3: Oh, what have you had to to do? Oh, have you had to sing for an hour and a half every other day? Oh, you poor And
4: dance. A bit of dancing.
3: Fuck's sake.
4: Get a grip. Drink a protein drink and grow some balls. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be listening to this, Lee. It's a bit... (laughs) Because (laughs) they... They weren't actually on it, were they? So they're not going to tune into the Star Wars podcast, <laughs> we'll, oh, okay. aren't they? All dead now, nah, anyway. We'll
0: hashtag
3: them. Oh? We'll hashtag them, <laughs> and
0: then they, they'll, they'll go, "Oh, someone's talking about us!" And then they can come. Even that, or they're going. We'll just see a poster on saying "Moss Leslie Podcast" is the best thing. Listen to their latest. That we're just about to listen to episode two, yeah, and then just another post goes, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, over again. I, think the, I love the I love the thing with the Genosians that they are not sorry, not the Genosians, it's the
4: um uh Kamee, Kame- K- 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 Yeah, I had trouble with that when I was reading my thing out. Yeah.
0: Camonians, <laughs> K- K- thank you. Yeah.
4: I love the fact that they
0: are essentially the Empire, the architects of the war machine of the Empire. Where okay. it's like they've got like the de- that I have no trouble with. You know, I would happily not see C3PO in these movies. But I'm very happy to just have the bit where it's like, here's the Death Star plans. Yeah. You know, you know, because at yeah. least you sort of you get that in- and a lot of the stuff turns up and it's basically you can see the Um, like the development, like you said about, like you can see the development from TIE Fighters from the smaller speeder ships because they've got that sort of um, octagonal window at the front of it. And you can see, they've even got like prototype attacks in the background, haven't they? They've got like, yeah they've got walkers of a description. Um, Again, I mean, uh, and obviously you've got a slave, like uh, Django's ship apparently um and i mean this this is again one of those things where you're like really how does that work they wanted to use their the original model they had of slave two um but it was on loan to the smithsonian who wouldn't give it back to them it's like hang on you've lent it to them yeah why are they not giving you that back i know it's the smithsonian but it's your own fucking thing and yeah they apparently wouldn't let them have it back so they had to build the so they built it in like they just did a CGI um, uh, rendering of it and changed the color, etc. Maybe that was it. as They said, "Oh, we're going to take it and paint it." No, you're bloody not. This is slave too. You filthy swine! Yeah. Get <laughs> your hands off, George. George, don't ruin this for me. Come on.
4: Well, maybe, maybe it was a case of as it being a donate. If it was donated to them, then mm. and them being as you know, the to preserve history, they wouldn't yeah, want them true. mucking around with it.
0: Yeah, but no, it's I'm the sure same
4: not. with. It's the same with the whole. Um, oh, I've forgotten the details of it, but Star Wars was entered into those top one of those top uh, American film lists where they actually mm. keep a record of the film, the original negative. And uh, George Lucas was asked to provide the original of Star Wars, so it can be almost vaulted as, mm. you know, recognized as cultural significance. And he gave them the special edition version. And oh. they said, no, Star Wars. And he <laughs> oh. said, no, this one. And they, and as yet, it has not actually been put in there because they want Star Wars. That's the one in 77 that was the yeah. big cultural revolution, not the special edition one. Yeah. And it, I mean, from that point, it is a point of preservation.
0: And I mean, I find it slightly annoying that um, that you can't get the originals and it's sort See, of again it's like that's one of my arguments i always have with with streaming and stuff like that where everyone's like oh it's fine everything's on the cloud and it's like yeah but if some knob tampers with it or they change something in it unless you've got one, a copy of it yeah you'll never See, you I, want to get that back again you know
4: i got cuz i've got a weird habit of buying them on the multiple releases i've mm. got all the videos every version of the dvd's they did a, a single one where it was you'd, you'd buy a New Hope, and it'd be a two-disc edition, and it had different. It had original movie poster art, but not the mm. one that was famously used. And inside on disc two, as a bonus feature, it had the original film. Wow. It was from the the laser disc version, and I got them. These are all available, like mm. two thousand seven, eight, something like that. Oh, okay. HMV had them all, and i got all three of them, and it has bonus feature is the original film, but it's the Laserdisc one, which has got some slight alterations to the original 77 print.
0: Yeah. because yeah, of, there's certain, It
4: changes every time. Well, there's certain things that I
0: know they went back... I mean, I know they go back and correct, because in the very... In the very original print, don't they... I'm sure during Vader versus uh, Obi-Wan, that the... His lightsaber, like, they lose the...
3: Yeah, it goes um, the, for a second. the
0: animation of it, and it's you literally just see the almost s- like fizzled out a bit. bulb at the end of it that <laughs> they used to sort of—I um, did think that was quite charming. though apparently, a lot of people, um, pretty much everyone that they got in as a Jedi at any point, um, most of them were doing the noises when they first started, <laughs> right. and like George Lucas had to go, no, "We, we put that in later," but everyone was just too busy. <laughs> Well, you and McGregor did it in Phantom Menace, didn't they? Yeah, and apparently uh, Hayden Christensen was doing it when he started on this one. And it's yeah, apparently most of them were sort of all a bit, yeah, shine happy.
4: So am happy, but I think yeah. Go on. I will admit, every time I see a Star Wars spaceship, end up going the laser noises so i mean who would we say um
0: well i think i think we've i think we probably know but best and worst performances or scenes um again i mean i love christopher lee and samuel L. jackson they're probably the performances i appreciate christopher
4: lee right. was my choice <laughs> what about yourself lee um yeah i,
3: I Christopher Lee, I know, is is my personal favourite, but as you say, Samuel L. Jackson, seeing him doing something totally different, I really appreciated and really enjoyed.
1: Um mm.
3: yeah, the scenes I didn't like were the picnic scenes, uh, and the two yeah. of them on that outdoor balcony having really awkward conversations. Um, but yeah. I loved I loved them chasing the bounty hunter. Um mm. with all, you know, with the uh, the speed the speeders where they've um yeah, those like the air cars that fly inside atmosphere. Um, yeah. yeah, I loved that chase. I thought that was really good, really well done. It looked fantastic.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely probably my favourite. Probably my favourite moment, either that or the uh, Obi wan Django Fett in the rain confrontation. Because I think that that actually gets quite. I, what I like about that, that that actually gets quite handsy, rather than. Yeah, You know, it starts off with guns and lightsaber and then it's just two people um, like... Nuts in each other. other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Chris, where, where, where are you uh, on? This? I think
1: I'm going to have to be unanimous on this because there's not really a lot else to go for. It's And yeah, they did do a good job. Um, so yeah, Christopher Lee and Samuel Jackson. Um, I, I'd Still, I I don't mind some of Hayden Christensen's moments, so some of those did really work for me. Um, not so much the romance, but the bit where
0: the bit where his mum dies, I
1: think he just yeah, that's really really
0: good,
1: but yeah, and and I think the the story part of that I think is is important, and Mm. uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, overall, it's it doesn't work as well as it it certainly could have done, but yeah, there's parts in there that are. Memorable, and not for being terrible. Yeah, I must must confess the one thing that happened to me by the time,
0: and I'm glad Claire echoed this. I got to the end of the film and I was like, I thought General Grievous was in that. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, I just I think again, revenge, revenge of the Sith, and this blends in a bit, blend a bit. Yeah, I think it's also because you don't get because obviously you still get um, you get Count Dooku at the start of Revenge of the Sith so you know it's not quite the sort of oh like right you kill off Darth Maul not as it turns out but yeah in terms of the movies at that point effectively you've killed off Darth Maul so you start with a clean slate almost of who's going to be the villain or you know where the villain is going to come from, and and let's face it, by the time you get to Revenge of the Sith, you fucking know he's going to be the villain by the end of it, because it <laughs> kind of been the point of these three movies. So...
4: I think my well, favourite I... scene, sorry, mm. no, go on, mate. is um, the interrogation of Obi Wan Kenobi by um, Darth Traya's,
5: because
4: yeah. mm. then you it, it echo well. Is it an echo? It's a future echo of. Um, vader and luke yeah. you know join me together we can yes that's know. true yeah
0: and especially because technically in jedi terms that's his granddad because because <laughs> didn't he train qui-gon uh, that's yeah. that's that line of dialogue yeah. there the mm. of yeah um, uh, master yoda yeah. trains him he trained yep. qui-gon and... qui-gon trained obi-wan obi-wan, Obi-Wan trained Obi-Wan. anakin it's it's I mean, it's, it's you're going down a several emo factor there. I think,
1: you know, there's a bit of dysfunctionality going on here, isn't there?
0: Oh, definitely. Because I mean, you get you go from you you go from you, you go from like you know, you go from Yoda to the Prince of Darkness, <laughs> um, and then you know, and and then to a man with a, set of, a a set of skills, and then someone with a major heroin problem, and then. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's just a guy whining about where sand gets to. Does he hate the sand people because they killed his mum or does he hate the sand people because he's got really confused and thinks they make sand? (laughs) A little bit
4: from column A and a little bit from column B. That's fair
0: enough, yeah. Because it's, again, I can't see Darth Vader standing, you know what, sand gets right up my tits. I just can't stand it. Fucking awful.
4: You know, well, he's that's why it. he went to Mustapha, didn't he? That's why he's got his castle of Mustapha, because oh, just true. melts yeah. there, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah
0: that's very true. Yeah, that, actually, that makes—I can't believe I'm about to say—that makes sense, but it does. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I—I I, I think, gentlemen, I think we've we've thoroughly thrashed the beast. Uh, anything anyone else wants to pick up on? Well, is before we close up, or.
1: Are we closing with a with a grade out of ten again? That's what I was going to say.
0: You know, I think we'll we'll start going uh, marks out of ten um, for uh, Attack of the Clowns. So, uh,
4: Wes, I will give it an eight. Ooh,
5: very high because price. it
4: was a vast improvement on the previous one. Yeah, and well, the hardware, the design, everything's looking better. Mm. Oh no, yeah, yeah. definitely, I, I definitely see it. And I the different. acting, the stars, it's just mm. a much better film than previously. Mm.
0: Yeah, as I say, I mean, like like you were saying, this seems to be the one that really is hitting the bottom of the polls. But then again, I think that is for like the generation that came to it. Um, from Phantom Menace rather than the generation who came to it from the original trilogy going back. So, uh, Chris, where, what what scores are we talking for Attack of the Clones?
1: Um, I'm going to go for a seven because mm. um, I'm left with a pretty good feeling that I enjoyed myself and it was entertaining and there were some great bits. But when I watch it, there are some bits that just upset me a lot get past them and it's it's pretty good but yeah so i think seven covers it well mm-hmm. lee
3: um i think i'm gonna go with a six point five uh-huh. um it's 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 only a one and a half improvement on the phantom menace which does seem a little bit uh it, i i definitely enjoyed this a lot more than the phantom menace so one and a half doesn't seem like a huge improvement but that still only leaves... It leaves me three and a half between this and my favourite one, which will get the yeah. win. So I need some... That's, that's where between. it gets a bit
1: complicated.
3: Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of in-between there. And unless we're going to start getting into... This is 7.36. Point, yeah. I
1: don't want
3: to start yeah, for on fuck
0: that. Sake, I, look, I, I'm sitting here literally struggling with the mental maths of someone's got a fucking half in here. Do not <laughs> start doing off. fractions beyond yeah. that because oh, I was concerned. <laughs>
1: I thought you might tell me off about that last time. Anyone uh, all I will say
0: is anyone who wants to start throwing in fractions come and play darts with me and cry yourself to sleep at trying to uh, watching me work out a fucking treble 17. Cuz it ain't happening mate. I'm I had to have, I had to have a darts calculator which was a calculator in the shape of a dart board, and you just press I remember the
3: that? I remember yeah. that
0: it was bloody good as well i've got claire over here laughing in the <laughs> destroying the magic that we're all on croissant
2: <laughs> rather, rather than in our
0: homes. so yeah um well i think funnily enough i'm very much in the same sort of situation with you as you lee i've gone with 6.5 um again i think it's more in anticipation of greater riches to come yeah um but also, I don't, I don't want to give it a completely down the middle score. I think the thing I feel with it is that it's an improvement on the Phantom Menace. But the bits that I don't like in it, I'm almost. Please, can we watch the Phantom Menace? <laughs> you know, it's like when, whenever, whenever it's um, Annie and, and Annie and Padme. Oh Christ! You know it's like, please put Jar Jar on.
2: Put Jar Jar
0: <laughs> on. Put him on the phone. Put him on now. Put him now. Go on. So, um, yes, as I hurriedly uh, total up the, uh, the the figures there, um, and I might be completely wrong, so I will I will double check my as I say uh, my figures. But that has given that a nice round twenty five. Ooh. Or so. Uh, currently we are. So that was twenty five. So yeah, that has peaked it above the Phantom Menace, which only got twenty two and a half. Mm. So I think you know th- things seem to be pointing in the right direction. So if that's... Simon
1: Pegg ever listens to this, he will hunt us down.
0: <laughs> he can come and get me.
1: You
4: know, I will, <laughs> I, will, I
0: will. I I will just I will just merely point out all the film roles that he's been in at poor. So
3: yeah, <laughs> I'll show him. If my brother no, sure, Dean ever listens to this, he'll fucking hunt us down. Because he'll just start <laughs> going on about R2-D2 flying and now we're all a bunch of Muppets and we're blind.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, th- that has to be confronted because Dean has a very good point with that. And I know that Dean has an objection to flying in general because he said it's the most lazy expression of superpowers. You know, when someone, beca- he, like he said, it, like the end of The Matrix you know, spoilers for a film that's older than the Phantom The, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> um, but yeah, he said that the, the very ending of that, he was just pissed off because it was like, right, so he can fly now. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> because it is like, but he just said, it is the laziest experience. And let's face it, yes, you can fire, that's impressive. You can order up guns, yeah. <laughs> lots of them really quickly in a really cool white void and get a leather coat that doesn't make you look like a paedophile. <laughs> well done, mate. You know, that's a more impressive superpower than flying. <laughs> so, I th- so I do get where he's coming from, but, uh, but also, as he pointed out, so R2 can fly. Wasn't that have been helpful in every single of the original trilogy?
4: Yeah. At no, point, the, the carbon scoring prevented him from doing that. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. (laughs) Seems
1: perfectly legit to me.
4: He was
0: all battered up. We'll have to keep an eye out for this, gents. But I am convinced that they blow his rockets off in Revenge of the Sith, which Uh. sounds palmy, but it's not. Um, But yeah, I'm sure that they get like he gets his rockets shot off.
3: Okay, would you say that that would put things back where they're supposed to be and reset the character? So. Yeah. Oh, no, now I'm looking forward to it. So, the question? Why
0: <laughs> do it in the first? Bloody place, George. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if George if George <laughs> listens to this, uh, he's going to hunt us down and beat us to death with his bank balance, so. <laughs> and laugh <laughs> as he does it. Uh, so, yeah, but um, well. Thank you, everyone, for this uh, uh, the most edifying (laughs) discussion about Attack of the Clones. Oh, there we go. There was one question that I came up with uh, that I did forget to ask. Alternate titles. Can you think of a Star Wars-y title that best sums this one up? Because I'm thinking, you know, maybe along the lines of um, Tumble of the Bollock Beasts. (laughs) Or... Uh, an emo romance, so you know, any of these could be possible. But yeah, we'll come back to that.
3: It's Anakin's downward spiral, I think, is what it should probably mm. be called, really.
0: Yeah, but downward spiral, but not in the nine inch nail sense
3: because that was good. That was very so, good. Yeah, this is the, and not, a lot not, less emo than this. A lot less. Possible. Yeah, we,
0: a lot less emo, and it's fucking nine inch nails. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> so you, and you, can sit, you sit there going, "Oh, he's a bit moody teenager, isn't he?" We prefer to listen to Nine Inch Nails. Right, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all I did as a moody teenager. So, and, and I hated sand. It got right on me crack and everything. I'm sure that's the, that's the line. Anyway. Well, on, on that sandy bottom note, um, and I'd be watching some SpongeBob with Ted. So um, I think we'll close up there. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We apologise to... Pretty much everyone that we've probably insulted which i think is the majority of the cast certainly a lot of the crew and probably a lot of the fan base so go us Um,
3: (laughs) doing what we do best upsetting literally everybody
0: well if you like sci-fi you come to us for alienation (laughs) there we go (laughs) Jesus jesus christ i told you there was another joke there was another joke. You did he? Yeah, we got two in this time. We'll try <laughs> and make it three. See if we can do it for all nine jokes by the time we get to Rise oh. of Skywalker. Ooh. Getting
1: so, a bit meta there.
0: Yeah, it'll have to be three and a half jokes for. Sarah. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> right. Um, I will ramble forever. So let's say good night, everyone, and thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>